Hey, good evening, top fans. It's Bill and Jackson, two of your favorite guys doing a little bit different of a spin on the Decades series uh, tonight. Tonight, we're not going to go through and go through Decades, although looking at the numbers, it seems like you top fan rivalry uh, people out there love that, um, which is great. We love doing it for you. Tonight, we're going to talk about best contact hitters from 1970 to present. Now, let me say something about this before Jackson gets us started. Okay. Number one, this is 1970 to present. So you may see people left off the list like Roberto Clemente, who didn't play much in the seventies, not, not his, his doing. You may see other contact hitters that you're thinking, well, gee, why didn't they just at least make an honorable mention out of so-and-so? Eh, we're going to take five each. You can agree or disagree with us. Let us know uh, how you're feeling. Now, top fans, big announcement. Jackson, what's the code that you always say for the hats? I believe it is code Jackson. I believe it's code Jackson. I like that. Well, guess what, Jackson? Next month, we're going to have some top fan rivalry t-shirts to go with those hats. Oh, man. That sounds and awesome. So, and other fun things that are coming along. So what code do they use when they want to order stuff? Code Jackson gets a 10% off. 10% off with code Jackson, right. So when it asks you for a code, you just type in Jackson, all in caps, boom, you get 10% off. We still have plenty of hats in stock, and we're going to have T-shirts. It looks like we're going to have a couple of different varieties um, of them, but we are so excited to announce that, and I'm so excited to announce it for the very first time with my great and good friend and co-host of the Decade Series, Jackson. So all that being said, my great and good friend, why don't you start us off? Who's your first guy? I mean... So, full confession, I didn't okay. know you were going to annul Roberto Clemente off the bat. He was my number five. But we can pivot. But we can pivot. We can pivot. Urge, urge. Turn it around. Turn it around. I'm going to go with a guy who played his entire career in Colorado, so he doesn't get as much respect as he deserves, and it's going to be Todd Helton. Oh, my gosh. Great call. Great call. I mean, it off. the man was a hitting machine. I mean, from 1998 – the 2070 hit over 300. That's like 10 straight years, yeah. which is crazy. I don't care if you play at Coors Field. That, that helps your power. That doesn't help your batting average, kiddos. Just remember that. It helps your power, not your batting average. But he was just your prototypical go out there every day, play solid first base, drove in tons of runs, a fantastic contact hitter to watch. Todd Helton, I remember growing up as a kid, was just one of those guys that, you know, you think good players in the league, you think Todd Helton. Yeah. Yep. I agree. I agree. He actually was on my list, but a little further down. Um, I'm going to go with one who uh, made his mark. I knew him as an angel, but if you ask people where he made his mark, he made his mark in Minnesota. Okay. And who might have been talking about, but the infamous first baseman, Rod Carew. That's a good one. When you think of contact hitters, you cannot think of not, not think of Rod Carew. He just he he'd only he didn't have any pop, right? He'd hit one or two home runs a season, maybe three. But man, was there anybody in the the seventies and eighties that you wanted up to bat if you were a pitcher? Didn't want up to bat if you were a pitcher, or if you needed offense, you wanted that guy. I mean, Rod Carew, stand out. That's my first one. All what right. do you got, Jackson? I mean, the next one I'm gonna go with a guy that I've talked about liking. Uh I probably already mentioned this quote in the decade series, but it's the only pitcher 
or the only hitter that, excuse me, that Greg, the pitcher Greg Maddox hated the face, and it's Tony Gwynn. Yes. I mean, when Tony Gwynn hits over 400 off of Greg Maddox, you know he's doing something right. He won like eight batting titles or something like that. Tony was a hit machine. <laughs> he just, his game plan was put the ball in play, see what happens. Yes. I, you know what? You talk about pivot. Now I have to pivot because he was my next guy that I was going to say. Um, my next guy, I mean, Tony went and, and keeping on that line and please top fans don't think I'm comparing these two players. Cause if I wanted somebody to teach me how to hit, I would go to Tony Gwynn, Right. But my guy played his entire career in the Bronx recently elected to the hall of fame. Um, Derek Jeter, good contact here. You can't tell me that he didn't have contact, um, over 3000 hits played the game, right. Had fun doing it pretty much took an entire city on his shoulders and said, let's go. Right. And so I, as much as I want to say, Tony Gwynn, you stole that one for me, but I stole Roberto Clemente. So we're even, um, I, I definitely have to say Derek Jeter. I mean, look at what Nike did. Nike had the commercial for Derek and he, who's Nike's like guy, their guy is Michael Jordan. And they have Michael Jordan at the end, tipping his cap to Derek Jeter. So the commercial doesn't get any, uh, get any more emotional. Right. Yeah. So, all right. Who you got next for us, Jackson? I mean, we're going to talk about probably before, for the younger listeners out there, if there are any, it's not just us old folk. Uh, <laughs> there was a Japanese phenom before Shohei Otani, and his name is Ichiro Suzuki. Yes. A- a- another one of those guys like Tony Gwen, just his approach at the plate was different. Ichiro looked like he was running out of the box with every swing, and he was able just to kind of use his bat to guide the baseball to where he wanted to go. <coughs> and I-, I saw him get so many hits just hitting it where it just – looping it over the shortstop or looping it over the second baseman who was shifted. It's Ichiro was crazy and just a really fun player to watch because you knew he was going to put the ball in play when he came to the plate. Striking out wasn't an option (laughs) or walking. Yeah, no, it's funny. I had him on my list too. And I just kept thinking, man, I wonder if these younger folks, now Jackson says younger, he's still in his twenties. I'm in my forties. So listen, Jackson still qualifies as younger in my book. So hey, I'm old enough to have seen Ichiro in person in his rookie year. All right. There you go. There you go. <laughs> See, I, I mean, I, sorry to offend. Um, <clears throat> okay. <clears throat> my next guy, my number three guy should be in the hall of fame and he will be in the hall of fame. It just is determinate on when. Okay. Mr. Cincinnati, Pete Rose. We're not giving this guy enough love because of everything that he did. You know, hey, I bet on my team, yada, yada, yada. But tell me a better hitter in those decades that he played than that guy. He has over 4,200 hits. He was yeah, a contact a, machine. It's a lot of hits. Yeah. I, I mean, listen, we can give, um, you know, we can talk about, hey, that was a bad decision to bet on the game, bet on your team, yada, yada, yada. But forget about all that. Look at what he did on the field. What he did on the field was borderline amazing. So, and his hustle. Why do you think they call him Charlie Hustle? So, did I steal one from your list there, Jackson? I see you looking stuff up. So, uh, no, you actually didn't. <laughs> I was just okay. checking, something, checking something else. Who you got next? I mean, I got the the guy. 
I mean, some people may know him as the man who drank an obscene amount of beers on a cross-country flight. Played for the Boston Red Sox, and it's Wade Boggs. <laughs> Wade Boggs. You know, that, I find it funny that's everyone's favorite story to tell about Wade Boggs. Yep. He's like a five-time batting champion. Yeah. And yep. <laughs> led the league in on base like seven times. I mean, yep. Wade Boggs is also one of those guys, kind of like Rod Carew. He's not going to provide too much pop. He had one random year where he hit 24 home runs, but that's because Fenway Park's weird. He probably just popped him into that little right field corner. <laughs> yep. You, you, weren't, you weren't expecting home runs. The, the man was a, a doubles machine, a hit machine. I mean, that's all you really ask for out of just a good, solid franchise player, a guy that gets on base and comes up in the clutch and just does what he needs to do. Yes. So I'm going to – I totally agree. I'm going to take you to my number four, San Mateo, California. San Mateo is just south of San Francisco. And I'm having dinner with a colleague of mine. This is 2008 – no, 2009. 2009, I'm sorry. And we're walking down this street that has this restaurant bar to it. And they've got some of the best fettuccine Alfredo that you've ever had that you didn't make at your own house, okay? I mean, this stuff was lights out. And every time I went to, to the Bay Area, I'd always stop in San Mateo, I'd always stop at this restaurant bar, grab some, you know, yada, yada, yada. My colleague and I are walking out, and this little short guy, little shorter than I am, and I'm 5'9", little shorter than I am, guy's just walking with the Franklin planner, just happy as can be. And we passed him, and my buddy is a huge, grew up in the Bronx, huge Yankees fan. And he turns around, he stops, he looks at me weird, and he turns around, and he goes, Ricky. And Ricky Henderson turns around. And so we talked with Ricky for about, I don't know, 10 minutes or so. I think he was there because they were naming the Open Coliseum Ricky Henderson Field. I believe it was about that time. Um, nice guy, but tell me a better leadoff hitter. I'm sorry, tell me a better contact hitter than that guy. Yeah, you're, you're right? getting ahead of yourself. That's a different podcast. We don't yeah, that, that podcast is coming up. But, <laughs> I mean, tell me a better contact hitter. I mean, that guy hit for contact, and he ran the bases. You know, if he got a base hit off of you, count it a triple. Because unless you can throw him out, he's on third base before you're thinking about it too much. Right? And so, uh, Ricky Henderson. That's a good one. Yeah, Rick. All my favorite Ricky Henderson bit is do you, if you ever remember the Pepsi Field of Dreams commercial from mm-hmm. a while back where he's playing rock, paper, scissors with himself and he's like, Ricky wins again. <laughs> Ricky wins again. Ricky wins again. Yep. All right. Yep. 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 All right. My last one on my list. I mean, this is a future Hall of Famer right here. Again, young baseball fans don't know. If you look at his last five years, you go, really, this guy? But it's going to be Miguel Cabrera, probably one of the best all-around hitters in Major League Baseball. Before the last, like, five or six so years when he's been battling injury and age a bit, just some of the numbers he put up. He won a triple crown for for crying out loud. He would just put up massive numbers. I mean, out of a guy that's projected as a power hit, like a a power hitter, we'll put that in quotation marks, he had – he has six or seven seasons here where he has over 190 hits, which is just absolutely absurd for a guy with the kind of pop he has. You know, the guy that draws as many walks as he does, go around and just 
not only get on base via the walk, but you know he's he's known to gap a double or drive a single through the opposite side. He's not one of those go for broke power guys. It's not your prototypical power man. Yeah, no, I was looking at his numbers and and he was on my list too of guys um, a little further down just because of the last five years, right? And some of the top fans that listen to this are are gonna you know look and go contact hitter nah he hit, he goes to the yard but no he's a good contact hitter he's a very good contact hitter his first couple of seasons he was pretty lights out back when he weighed 127 pounds dripping wet before he hit the florida marlins before he hit the gym and had a had a cheeseburger <laughs> yeah had two cheeseburgers um okay my last one may shock you a little bit jackson but i'm going to go back into the late 70s, early 80s, and he played a little bit in the 90s. Played for the Twins for, <clears throat> I don't know, a couple seasons. He played for the predominant um, team that he played for. He bounced around a lot, but the predominant team he played for was the Milwaukee Brewers, and that is Paul Molitor. Oh, that's a good call. Paul Molitor, for those of you younger top fans, look him up. He he was that guy that when, when the Brewers came to town between he and Robin Yount, when those two guys came to town, those are the two guys you didn't want to see at the plate because for some reason they made something happen and it was never positive for you. <laughs> it was never positive for you. So Paul Molitor was uh, was the fifth one that I wanted to mention on here. And I, I kind of have an honorable mention. I don't think he's played enough to, to prove it. But if you see it, if he continues to play as he's been playing, over the last three or four or five years, Trey Turner will be on this list at some point too as a contact hitter, right? You could also talk about Freddie Freeman as a contact hitter. Yeah. I mean, that's, I thought about adding Freddie Freeman on here, but I thought, eh, I mean, he's been a dozen years, but he, he hasn't always been great those years. And so, you know, give him some time. So, but yeah. I mean, I have a name just pop into my head when you mentioned Paul Molitor, and it reminded yeah. me of another era. And that name is Kirby Puckett. Oh, yes. Yes. I, I'm kicking myself for not putting him on my list, but ladies and gents listening, Kirby Puckett was <laughs> Kirby Puckett was a man. Kirby Puckett was man. the man. He was the man. Again, not one of those guys. He never hit more than 30 home runs, but you know, 207 hits, 234 hits, 215 hits, three straight years. Yeah. Like that, I mean, man was a hitting machine. He's in the Hall of Fame for a reason, even though he played a shorter career compared to most Hall of Famers. Yeah. It's because he racked up 2,300 hits in, what, like 11 or 12 seasons or something like that? Little short one. guy, little pudgy belly, but man, could the guy run and could yeah. he hit. Yeah. He made it happen out there. And he could play center field like nobody's business, right? Yeah. So. so Listen to this: twenty three hundred four hits in a twelve year major league career, almost two hundred hits a season. Jeez, <laughs> jeez, jeez! A little scary, isn't it? A little scary. Um. Okay. So, top fans, as as you can see, as we're doing this, certain things pop up, and we think, "Oh man, we're gonna do probably next this this episode is being filmed on Thursday night. It will drop on Monday morning." Next week, sometime, we're trying to get the best leadoff hitters of all time. Well, best leadoff hitters of the 70s through the present. We've got a couple of people that want to join us for that. We're going we're gonna to try to make that happen. Um, but 
I think we put together a good list for you to think about contact hitters. Let us know what you think. I am us. Um, tell us who we missed. Don't forget, you can order your hat with what code, Jackson? Oh, you just said it, Jackson. Jackson. Oh, oh, I just said it, right? <laughs> yeah. And then next month, we're going to have T-shirts available for you. What's the code that I use for that one? I mean, it's the same one. Code it's Jackson? Jackson? Yeah. All right. As in action or as in Reggie? As in Reggie, as in shoeless, as in action, as in <laughs> I mean. I love it. Top fans, these are so much fun. And we are so happy that you guys enjoy listening to them. We love doing them. It's a good time. Jackson by far is more knowledgeable than I am. That's why we call him the top fan stats guy. Um, and that's what he goes by on Instagram. Obviously, um, he's phenomenal with this. So let's just keep making it happen and let's just keep pouring forward. Yeah, so. uh, we, we appreciate the support and just let us know who we missed. Yeah, because <laughs> if us. I missed... If we miss Kirby Puckett, I mean, there, there might be a few names out there. You know, that well, there, there's going to be immediately pop to the head. And then what's interesting, Jackson, is I was trying to separate my list between leadoff hitters and contact hitters. Because you know, you know that when we talk about leadoff hitters, Ricky's going to come back up. Of course. You know that Tim Raines is going to come up. You know that there are certain players that, like, I left Tim Raines off this list today because, though he's a great contact hitter, I want to talk about him in the leadoff position. Right. So, yeah, it's good times. All right. Top fans, let us know again. I, I Jackson, I, I must have hearing problems. So when you order your hat or you order a shirt, when the shirts come in, what's the code that I use? It's code Jackson. Code Jackson. Love it. Top fans. Thanks so much for joining us uh, again. Let us know what we missed. We'll talk to you soon.